Sema kulila misozi Nikayanga na banja latu Kupadwa tinabatwa mushe Kwa malelo lipazulika Nikale tinangalapo okonwela Lelo eka Titikumbukila kweta chokela Amai kubutika mutima Kuma zoti tazisoa Ni maona misozi masomwake Ni mafuto wabale ni mafuto morning and welcome to Zambia Block Talk Radio. Believe it or not, it is February 1st. February 1st. I think the Aushi people say February 1, something like that. Well, welcome. It is 9.01 in Dallas, Texas. It is 10.01 in, in the East Coast, New York area and all those places. 1700 hours Zambia and evening 11 p.m. on the western coast of the Pacific world. We do thank you for joining us today. We have an explosive show today. We are speaking to one of Zambia's most prominent, bold, courageous members of parliament that will be joining us to discuss uh, the electoral process. We're basically going to talk about the electoral process. There are a lot of things to talk about. We do thank you for joining us, and we hope that you are going to have an engaging and interesting call. We shall wait for Honorable Nkombo to call us from Lusaka. He'll be joining us. I believe that's where he is. Roger, good morning, and uh, it's February, my friend, just like that. Just like that. It is uh, nice and warm here. In the previous, mm-hmm. we had rain for the first time in February. I've never seen rain here in February. Rain in February in winter? Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) I know. So it is nice and warm outside. So Uh, we have something to to be cheerful about. Interesting, interesting. So we are getting into, uh, what do you call it, into that campaign mode, campaign season, the the, the political atmosphere is charged. What, what I like to say, Roger, is that I always draw parallels between Zambia and the U.S. It, it's very, very interesting. Uh, yesterday, as all of uh, most of you may know, the, of course, the majority in the Senate, the uh, what you call it, the, the, the Republicans, they shot down the the bill or whatever you want to call it to have. Uh, uh, witnesses come and testify in the house. The, 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 okay, Roger, uh, take it up, take it up. Okay, okay, yeah, that is um, an interesting thought from. Uh, yes, uh, it is. Honorable Combo, he has joined us. He has joined us. Good afternoon. Hello, Mr. Combo. Yeah, I can hear you. Is it too early to call you? No, no, no. We are on, actually. We're just waiting for you to, to come in. You are live on air on Zander Block Talk Radio. We do appreciate you joining us, and welcome. Thank you very much. I'm glad to be in the show. 
Excellent. Everyone uh, joining us, uh, I believe, from Lusaka is uh, Mazabuka, member, Mazabuka Central Member of Parliament, Honorable Garvin Kombo, who is also the chair for the uh, elections uh, committee or department of the UPND, uh, which is the largest uh, political and opposition party in Zambia. Honorable uh, Kombo, let's, let's begin. Before you called, we were just saying we are already in February, amazing how time has flown, which means we are 12 days away from the Chiluvi by-election where things are uh, underway, sequencing, a lot of campaigning going on. Could you please give us an update what is going on there? Because there seem to be a lot of problems. You had a joint press conference yesterday, I believe, where you talked about the possibility of pulling out of that by-election. What is going on there, sir? All right. Um, first of all, it should be understood that an election process does have rules and regulations. Yes. And once the rules and regulations are not abided by, then then hell breaks loose. Mm. The act of um, the, the process of, of an election is also a ring fence in an act of parliament, which is the, called the Electoral Processes Act, which spells out the do's and the don'ts mm-hmm. uh, in keeping in line with the free, fair, and transparent elections. Nothing of that sort is happening in Chilubi right now, and um, public may wish to know that... Um, we began our difficult journey into Chilubi, firstly by, you know, logistically, it's not the easiest of places to get to because you need to get on a two-and-a-half-hour ferry or boat ride to mm. access the island and uh, out of one province into another, from Luapula province into the northern province. You go on a two-and-a-half-hour ferry to, to that place. Now, the people of that area have been serviced by a government facility called the yes. post boat. And this post boat has capacity to carry in excess of 300 people. Okay. It has also got capacity to carry at least two motor vehicles. It's like a pontoon, really, mm. onto the island. What PF decided to do in the very early stages is to connive with the post, um, Zampost, who run the post votes on behalf of government by pretending to hire, because we haven't got proof of it, although the post board told us that PF has hired the entire board for the entire election period, which is absurd, because basically what that means is that they are limiting people's movements, those who wish to go in to campaign. And so as a sister party called NDC wrote a letter to the ECZ, the Electoral Commission of Zambia, yes. to basically complain about this behavior by PF and the Zampost. The Electoral Commission of Zambia did write a letter to Zampost to make sure that every member of the public has free, equal access to that facility to which they have not heeded to up to this moment. 
Now, obviously, because we are operating under very difficult circumstances, we decided we are going to use other means, and so we hired private boats. Uh I particularly did travel to Chiluvi, and when we got there, we had to hire a boat from um, the Catholic Diocese of Santa Maria, who came to pick us from Sanfia and then took us into the island for the day of the nomination. As though that wasn't enough, PF now uh, started conniving with the the DMMU, which is a, an abbreviation for Disaster Management and Mitigation Unit, a department in the office of the vice president, to take tons and tons and tons of millimil to distribute free of charge, obviously with an intention to influence the voting pattern of the people, because there is something that is very, very, very prominent in Chiluvi Island, and that is poverty. You can actually see it. It's visible. I mean, people, um, first of all, engulfed in water, and they do not do a lot of agriculture. They've depleted most of the fish that is in the Bangwaulu Lake, and so, you know, livelihood, the sustenance of living is very, very difficult. We did complain again to the ECZ that UPF now are using minimal to lower votes. They wrote a letter to DMMU to basically indicate to them that that is an electoral malpractice. Yes. That has not stopped. Now, the obvious thing is that the people in Chiluvi are not blind and oblivious to the fact that the PF are basically just campaigning. And soon after that, they're going to abandon them. So what happened is that uh, I think TF observed that um, the opposition was uh, enjoying uh, support from the ground um, more than they have witnessed before in the past. And so their third intervention was to introduce violence. In the mainland, they first arrested our campaign manager, Mr. Gilles Yambayamba, who I believe, as I'm talking to you, has been deposited in Luwingu um, police custody for more than five days, and he has not had access to trial, to be taken to court and given constitutional bail if he committed any crime. And then two days ago, and that is what precipitated our desire and need to have that press conference, which was preceded by a meeting with the ECZ, which happened the day before yesterday. We okay. got these matters, including live pictures, both on, on still picture and video, of the the attack that we suffered on the mainland, uh, marshaled by one of our former vice presidents, I believe. Uh, they've shattered motor vehicles, they shattered the campaign center, and uh, injured people. So we went to ECZ now and we put a demand down that they must take control of this process. And unfortunately, I think people must understand that TF are not acting alone. In this case, they're acting in conjunction with the Zambia police mm. uh, to harass the opposition, and mainly UPND, as I'm talking. So we went to complain at the ECZ, and what we told the ECZ the day before yesterday is to say, we would like them to take control of the processes. And taking control of the processes meaning, means that we, what we desire to see them uh, uh, enforce all mm. the, the, the rules and regulations that 
find each operating party, ourselves as politicians, they themselves as this is it, the police, and whoever else, the monitors, that they, each one must play their role and there should not be any overlapping. Because what it is is that the police really have taken over the role of the ECZ and they are biased, and so they are arresting our people in a bitter fashion, and they are allowing PTPF to do anything they wish with impunity. And so, you know, we failed to get our motor vehicles on the island. We, we chose to, to bring bicycles. And okay. no sooner had we docked, no sooner had we docked at the island with the bicycles, the police confiscated the items. And they say that uh, we confiscated these items because we have got a report from PF, a competitor, that you are using these bicycles to distribute food, which is meant to lure votes against the electoral code of conduct. So now what's good for the goose is good for the gander because, as you, you know, it is public information that tons and tons, thousands of tons of maize, Maize meal has been oh. taken to We have not found a single bag of maize on any single bicycle, but they use that to confiscate our bicycles, and the bicycles are still in police custody. And so <laughs> that is in short what's going on in Chilubi. It is um, not an election anymore. We call it something else. It's, it's not a free, fair, credible election, and hence the reason why we asked the ECZ to take charge, and we gave them 72 hours to do that, uh-huh. following which it's a fail. If they fail, we did a letter to them to indicate that they must postpone these elections in order to allow the people of Chiluvi to first consume that mini meal and then come back to their senses and understand that um, this act of distributing um, food is basically an act of corruption. And uh, once the food is finished, they will come back to their normal selves and know that an election is not an event, but a process that determines people's lives, livelihoods in the long run. And so that was step number two after the meeting. Mm-hmm. And step number three, we told them that should this violence that is ongoing in Chiluri continue, should they yes. not give us fair access to the boat? Should they continue distributing uh, food? Then we may have no option. And this was the, the position of UPND together with the National Democratic Congress that we are going to withdraw from the rest and leave PF to act alone. Because we have the rationale for that. I need you now to understand is that um, in elections that have gone in the past, we have lost lives. And one yes. more life lost is one life too many. And if they allow this confusion and the violence to go on, we may lose another life or lives as we did in Kaoma in the recent by-election as we did in uh, Livingstone. I'm mm-hmm. sure you recall that I was arrested for, for murdering a guy I never met because they did kill each other. And um, So we are trying to bring decency into politics and to make people understand that we cannot participate in elections what come may, even if it involves Loss of life, Loss and of so life. we are anchored on that premise. We are anchored on that premise that we would rather let go of an election than lose life. Mm-hmm. All that notwithstanding, I think it's important for me to say that we also challenge the ECZ that if they fail to con- to contain the violence that's going on in Chiluvi, it obviously means we have to give them a vote of no confidence to contain 
the mammoth election that is coming next year, which is the 2021 election. And basically that's as far as uh, I can go to answer your question. Okay. About how Chilubi, how Chilubi is going. So basically, you are saying in 72 hours, if things don't change, you are withdrawn from that election. Absolutely. Okay. I think you have said enough on this. Oregon Combo, since our our topic today, everybody listening is uh, elections, electoral process. Oregon Combo is chairperson for the elections committee of the UPND. So we want to address issues of electoral process. This is important. We are going into a very critical elections in 2021. Since the last election, Mr. Combo, uh, have we had any electoral reforms? Has anything changed? Because we seem to be going about constitutional issues in Zambia. Uh, but just has there been any electoral reform since the last presidential and parliamentary election. What, what has changed? Um, clearly nothing has changed. But I think it's also good for you to understand that um, elections did not start with PF. No. PF, PF are just a passing phase. Mm-hmm. In this country started back in the 60s. And so what is different now is uh, really the people who are holding the instruments of power Mm-hmm. And I'm not ashamed to call to call them a group of tin pot dictators, because we have had rules and and election rule and elections under UNIP. Yes. It was not that good because those who were old enough will understand that uh, there was a little bit there was this you know a dose a dosage of a bit of uh, brutality during UNIP, but it's nothing compared to what we are going through here in this country now. The governance structure have collapsed every institution of government that protects democracy. And uh, to answer your, your question more directly now, whether mm. or not there's been any reform, I said there hasn't been, even if there is sufficient money, mm-hmm. money that was left and donated to this country by the European Union post the 2016 election. Uh, and I'm sure that those who care to read... Mm-hmm. Um, have read the recommendations, the 33 recommendations that came after the 2016 elections to address the electoral reform. Okay. And um, the amount of money that the EU gave us as a country is about 5 million euros in order to deal with the issue of electoral reform, dedicated to electoral reform. Now, that money can only be utilized if the people who are holding the instrument of power, first of all, are in the mm. correct state of mind, if they have no fear, no paranoia, um, to Im- improve the Electoral Processes Act in order to provide a, a, a platform that is uh, giving a balance to every electoral player. You understand what I'm saying? Yes, yes. And, and, and so it is only the government that have to show goodwill to engage into the process of electoral reform. Because as opposition, we don't even know where this money is sitting. Mm-hmm. But I can confirm to you that the European Union informed us in writing that the residual funds that were left from the 2016 general election 
are available for the country to use in order to improve and reform the electoral processes. So the money is there. What mm. is absent is the goodwill. One thing I noticed, Mr. Nkombo, is that uh, we are dealing with, uh, uh, what do you call it, is it chief electoral officer? Is that what used to be executive director at the ECZ? Yes. Okay. So they, they just changed the title from executive director to chief electoral officer. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Interesting. This is the, the job that had Mr. Chombachella. And now it's being held by young Patrick Shindano. Okay. Hmm. I, I'm trying to point out those things so that those that are listening, whenever they are, they are reading things online, they can understand what is happening. Uh, one of the issues that we have challenges with our electoral process in the country, Mr. Nkombo, is the voter registration process. Uh, you've yeah. talked about the 33 recommendations that were made uh, now, here, common sense, <laughs> Roger, everybody listening to Ramsonda, I would like to believe that the point I'm trying to raise here is that why isn't the voter regist registration process part of, of when one is obtaining the national registration card? Why haven't these, things, these two things been married? In other words, what I'm saying is why not make it a continuous process rather than having it over a period of two, three months, you start and then you stop? Well, very good question you asked me. Uh, there is fear within the, the TF. Mm -hmm. I can also tell you now that one of the challenges that we are facing is that they, their state of mind is, is been that they, the country is divided into two, the TF mm -hmm. stronghold, and the UPND stronghold. So what they've been doing is really facilitating for issuance of the national card, the registration card, okay. in areas where they think they are strong. All right? And, um, yes, a normal government should be able to put a one-stop shop mm -hmm. to deal with both the national registration card as well as the the the, Vote. the voters registration yes because it, it it serves many purposes including uh, austerity it serves money yeah. to do that if they were to to basically amalgamate that office so that you go into this office in the same building you get your NRC the next office you are getting your voters register registration card and and so that doesn't happen because they they have been trying to beef up only in the areas where they think they were strong, until they were woken up to a root shock that we won an election in Luingo in the mm -hmm. last month. And wow. so that became a wake-up call for them to start accepting that bitter pill that they've fallen out of grace, even in the areas where they, they think that uh, that's their stronghold. And uh, that is so true because in this country, my brother, there is hunger right now. That's one of the biggest problems that we have, apart from lack of jobs, apart from a muzzled agricultural policy, which has left farmers not producing as they ought to, mm. uh, such as corruption, such as, uh, you know, um, 
just basic impunity uh, from the leaders. The issue of Buten, which has its iota uh, specifically meant for the survival of PF. Uh, they've got all their priori- priorities in the wrong areas, and so they've, they've lost contact with the reality and the people that voted for them in 2011. Because that was, Luwingu is the heart of the northern province. Don't forget. That's, that's true. And uh, at the point when they lost this election, it became so painful for them to, to, to come to reality with the fact that there's no longer a stronghold for UPF or a stronghold <laughs> for UPND. There's mm. hunger everywhere in the country. And because the, the people have woken up to the realization that they've got the wrong people in office, um, obviously this act of them producing NRCs in one region may be an exercise in futility. You follow what I'm trying to say? Yes, yes. It, it's very clear. It's very clear. I raised that issue because, uh, I mean, obviously we could tell that uh, they were trying to, the government is trying to use, I don't know what you call, mobile, is it mobile uh, first, uh, instruments where Sorry. people can, yeah, vote registration and all those things. Your office, your office as chairperson of elections for UPND. Um, w- 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 how are you dealing with these things going into 2021? Because it, it's really campaigning is one thing, Honorable <laughs> Combo, and then dealing with a, a fraudulent electoral process is also another war on its own. How is your yeah. office dealing with this? Okay, right now. You know, um, we we are on a robust uh, campaign mission, mm-hmm. not for vote, an awareness campaign mission that everyone in the country must make sure that if they are of age, they must go and register to vote. Mm. In the areas where they thought it was just UPND stronghold, they decided that they were going to create a program which would justify them issuing NRCs in one region and not the other. And that that will come in another phase and another phase and another phase. Uh-huh. But clearly I can say to you that is an abrogation of the law because the law in its current form provides for continuous non-stop voter registration. Yes. But they will claim that there's no money. And yet I've just told you through this forum that there will be cooperating partners who can, who can finance all these um, costs that yes. are related to motion of democracy. And uh, the EU is one such great partner that can do that. Mm-hmm. But you see, the state of mind of PF is that um, anybody who raises a finger to point out the issues that have, they have created for this country becomes an enemy. They have even forgotten about democratic etiquette that they stop quarreling with us now. They quarrel with uh, the British High Commissioner. Remember when he indicated the issue about the theft of the money for social cash transfer, mm-hmm. the money for the aid, when he indicated that Britain and Sweden were going to withdraw aid in that area, he became enemy of the PF. Today his back is been reassigned to another place. When um, uh, my good friend... Um, um, Mr. Foote, yes, 
the former ambassador from the U.S. to Zambia, Daniel Foot, made a comment, a realistic comment, about how he felt about the issue of corruption against the judgment of the youngsters who were found in a same-sex marriage or something like that. Uh-huh. He became the enemy of the state, and they recommended his ejection. So you can now figure it out yourself what kind of situation we're living in in this country. So there will be voiceless people in any society, and there will be also those few voices that will speak on behalf of the voiceless people. Mm. Of course, nobody wants to die for a cause. I must tell you this, but somebody has to champion the processes of change to bring life back to normalcy. Mm. And, And as it is, there is just a handful of us who are championing this cause and uh, speaking to those who are listening to me right now, those who are listening to me within the, the boundaries of this country and outside, it, is, it should be understood clearly that this is not a one-man show. No. It isn't a one-man show. Everyone must play their part to make sure that when a system is not providing for what it's supposed to provide, it must be given a red card. Mm. And there should be no fighting about it because we chose a political order of our own self that is multi-party And so what has happened now in this country is that there has been this uh, in- inducement of fear in citizens. The people yes. cannot talk. They are scared. They are dead scared about a system that has uh, shown some very, very serious levels of brutality, mm. using the police, fraud, using the electoral processes. The entire system, the pillars of government are collapsing mm. on top of our heads. And so we do have, in my view, we, are, we, are, we have a country that is in trouble. Yeah, it's true. It's 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time in Dallas, Texas, 17.30 in Zambia. Our guest this morning is Honorable Garin Combo, Member of Parliament for Mazabuka Central, who is also UPND Chairman for Election. This is a sponsored program by UPND uh, Canada, UPND USA and Canada. Everybody listening, if you wish to bring your political leaders here, UPF, NDC, MMD, please do get in touch with us. This is an open forum. We are not uh, aligned to any political order. Honorable uh, Nkombo, before I allow my colleagues to ask their questions, my concern is mainly uh, electoral process and that. See, it, it, it's important that we hear from our leaders like yourself. Since you mentioned... Um, you mentioned, what do you call it, Ambassador Fute, the British ambassador. Let, let's hear from you. UPND has been accused of this thing of supporting gay or same-sex marriage, whatever tag you want to put it, you want to, to use. What is the UPND's position on this issue of same-sex marriage? Okay. Um... There is nowhere uh, where you can refer to either in writing or verbally or in some audio of some kind where UPND has supported gay rights. Mm. To begin with, our president 
Mr. Hakain de Hichlema mm-hmm. is an Adventist. His, his, his denomination, religious denomination, is Adventist. He's an elder in the Adventist church. Yes. All right? And as a leader, he does not support gay rights. As an organization, I need you to know that we believe in the Christian tenets, which do also do not support gay rights. Mm. But th- that faith does not mean we should be blind to the fact that there will be people like that. Of course. All right? Mark my words. There will be people like that. But you cannot kill a fly with a sledgehammer. That was precisely what Ambassador Foote's point was. I don't think Ambassador Foote supports gayism. But he said you cannot kill a, a fly with a sledgehammer and ignore an elephant that is marauding the field. The elephant in this case is the corruption that is going on in this country. That mm. was precisely what Ambassador Foot tried to put as a dichotomy of one action on one atrocity against another action of complacency on another atrocity. So to answer your question, we in UTMD do not believe in same-sex marriages. We do not believe in gay, gayism. But we are alive to the fact that there will be people. I don't know how they do become, but we know for a fact that there will be people. And I want to put this very clear, why certain people are saying we haven't made our position clear Mm. on gay rights. In Parliament, I'm sure you may have seen a footage that is circulating where the leader of the opposition, Mr. Jack Mimbu, indicated that as an accusation came from PF that UPND belongs to uh, the African Liberal Network. Yes, I saw that. Which, which, yeah, let me just explain. Which network is believed to be supporting gay rights? Mr. Mwimbu was clear in his thought when he said the United Nations Secretary General Ban Ki-moon came to the Zambian parliament and he was here. The principal mission was for him to convince government during Mr. Sata's time, may he so rest in peace, to recognize gay rights. And Mr. Mwimbu's question to Parliament was, so now that the UN recognizes these rights, uh-huh. why has Zambia withdrawn its membership from the UN? He went further to say, look, the African Union also accommodates these rights. So if we are so, so hell-bent on killing a fly with a sledgehammer, why don't we withdraw from the AU? That was the argument. And you should not bring any obscurity here that uh, UPND is not clear what they're saying about gay rights. We do not, even if we came into power, we would not legalize same-sex marriages. That I must tell you, and I must make very, very clear to, for everyone to understand that Zambia has not gotten to that point yet. It will not get to that point if the Zambian people decide that they are going to try a different type of leadership, namely the United Party for National Development. There is nowhere written that UPND will recognize those rights. Because we think it's an abomination. We think it's unnatural. We believe so, as a matter of fact. Maybe to say we think is an understatement. 
We believe it's unnatural. We believe it should not be happening. But unfortunately, the world order is what it is today. Where you live there in the U.S. and in Canada, mm-hmm. they've legalized uh, those activities. They've legalized transvestites. In this place, if you become a transgender, you change your sex, you become an outcast. But in those areas where you live, you have accommodated those things. But for now, I think that we should understand that our biggest challenge in this country is the broken down economy, which has translated into poverty of the citizens. That's where Mm. we should just anchor our argument. To start talking about even those gay rights and stuff like that is too complicated. Mm. We need to face clear our house put it in order, make sure that everyone has three square meals in a day, and then we can look at those luxurious things like like what you're talking about. That's true. Well, there you go, everybody. You heard it for yourself. It's a very loud and clear statement from Honorable Nkombo. That's where UPND starts. Those of you that have called in, I will take a few questions. Press one on your phone card so that I know you need to ask a question to Honorable Nkombo. Let's go to Canada. Uh, Roger, please go ahead. Hello, Roger. Okay. Ah, sorry, sorry, Nathan. Sorry, sorry. Honorable Kain Kombo, welcome to Zambia Block Talk Radio. My name is Roger here in Canada. I was saying um, first, I'm very, I'm used to the very forceful Kain Kombo I watch on YouTube. Today you are too calm for me. Uh, so I need a little bit of. Uh, <laughs> your uh, Honorable, talk to us. Um, let me just quickly respond to what you just said. <laughs> in the book of the Ecclesiastes, they say that to everything there is a, a season. I'm okay. sitting in the comfort of my house and uh-huh. talking to, to to people, and I'm yes. not addressing the fear. If you got the fear, Okay, okay, that's fair, but we, we need that energy. That's what I'm trying to, to say. We, 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 we need that, some of uh, uh, Anyway, I've got two short questions, Honorable uh, Combo. Uh, talk about the restrictions um, uh, President HH is facing uh, traveling around the country. Uh, for instance, how many applications do you make per month and how many are denied? That is uh, number one. Number two, I would like to know about diaspora engagement. We need more of these, uh, Honorable, uh, Honorable Karim Kombo. Like you, you were saying, this is not a fight for one person. Let's be like wild animals. Here in the diaspora, we are biting. Uh, somewhere in South Africa, they are doing it, and we are together. But the engagement is we are not feeling it. Uh, some of us, we are not really feeling it. We, we need that engagement uh, where we um, probably we have a senior person where we were talking to on a, on, a, on a daily basis, monthly basis, who could be coming on radio and uh, telling us what is happening uh, on the ground. Thank you so much. All right. Can I respond very quickly? Yes, yes. Yes, yes. Yeah, regarding... Um Mr. Hitchlemmer's uh, restrictions. Please know, Roger, that it's not only Mr. Hitchlemmer who's restricted. It's the entire opposition. You know, they, they, they say that um, if you want to get the police busy in, in Zambia here, mm. all you need to do is to give them a hook and say, Hitchlemmer has gone to Bowl and they'll all stop what they're doing and they'll rush there. <laughs> all right? 
and uh, so if you ask me how many applications, uh, we, we don't even call them applications because the law doesn't state that. They are called notifications. That's mm-hmm. what the Public Act states, that we have to notify the police of our intention is to engage with public in a period of seven days, and within that period, they must come back to you and say yes or no. And if they say no, you are not satisfied. You must now go to appeal to the minister. If the minister also plays his game as they have, you can go to the court. I can tell you now, those notifications, my brother, if you had to, if you had to count them, they will exceed the Bible pages. Wow. There are so many. There are so many. Uh, and uh, it's unfortunate. But we are living in a country that is being led by people that do things with impunity. They are not, they are not, they are not gifted with social shame. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because anybody who's gifted with social shame, which we Tongas will call in Sony, the Nyanjas will call in Sony, the Bembas will also call in Sony, they don't have that in them. It's not there in the DNA. That, you know, you can fool people sometimes, but you cannot fool people all the time. It is not Hitchlemer's engagement of the public that will exacerbate or accelerate the hardships that we are facing in the economy. Whether Hitchlemer was to be put away, the way they put him in jail, for instance, oh. it will not mean that now suddenly uh, people start having three square meals. Those are real issues that have to be addressed. And people know whether Hitler addresses them or he doesn't address them. They know that PF has not been good to them. All right? So mm. there are many, as many as Bible pages. The issue of engagement with um, you brothers and sisters out there, I want you to know that from, from our end of the stick, we do respect everyone in the diaspora. And they are in the diaspora for many reasons. Some of them social, others economic. And they are out there to make a living. That's what we think. And you see, there's no better place than home. That's what they say. And I think that is true even for you people who live there. But you are there in order to make a living. And in making a living, you're not making a living just for yourself. Because we are aware about the remittances that you make to this country to help your relatives, your dear ones, those who are here in this country probably needing your hand. And so our state of mind really is that we agree with Roger that uh, we must have much more engagement, we must frequent the engagement, we must heighten it, uh, we must brief you what's going on, you must also give us your ideas, what you think, you must correct us where we go wrong, and, and so on and so forth. But I can tell you now that uh, those of us who are well-traveled and have been traveled even away from government, I, I do come to the U.S., um, very, very, very frequently on my private um, uh, family matters. I do come to New York. I go to Philly. I, I, I know how the Zambians fight to make a living there. And I will be the last one to make a remark such as what Minister of Lusaka, Mr. Boman Lusambo, said about you. <laughs> you, you follow what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah, I mean, that's total disrespect of fellow human beings. And so we think that you form a very important part of our livelihood. We have to keep this open line. We have to activate it. Yeah. We have to make it more frequent. We have to share. We, we have to move together in this. And so you in the diaspora, 
Again, without taking advantage of negative comments that came from the minister and PF, I would like you to know and to know through this platform that we think differently about you. We do not think in the manner that our colleagues think about you. Mm. We do not. Thank you. Let's take another question very quickly here. Area code 234-0321. Please go ahead. Okay. Um, the 631, Noel, go ahead. Noel, go ahead. 234, they are not responding. Good, good, good afternoon. Good morning, United States, Canada. Good afternoon, Zambia. Good afternoon, Honorable Gombo. Good afternoon, Noel. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Uh, I, I, I have a short question. Before the question. Before the question, I have a comment. I just want to, to, to commend you on the, um, on the hard work that, uh, that you've been doing. You are so fearless. You are so selfless. You, you put yourself out there in harm's way just to see that Zambia uh, is, is, is a better country. And I just want to, to commend you and, um, and, and to let you know that, that, that we have behind you. Now, okay. my question my question is, is, is a yes or no answer. That's all I need. After losing, uh, after UPND supposedly lost the 2016 election, there were some people who, who argued that the election was stolen. But today, even those people believe that this election, that, that, that election was stolen. Now, does UPND have any... Uh, any ways that they will protect the vote better than they did the last time without going into details, just yes or no. Because I know people are going to vote for UPND. I know people voted for UPND the last time. But are there any measures that UPND has put in process so they can protect the vote better than they did the last time? So without going into details and sharing any secrets, just a yes or no will suffice to make me happy. And go to be happy to <laughs> <laughs> I, feel, I, feel, I, feel, no, I feel I'll leave you hanging if I just say yes or no. And uh, I know okay. I want to work and operate um, in order to remove any fear of any contradiction. The answer is yes. And how Good. it's going to be done, I think, is also a process. Don't forget that um, in 2011, Mr. Michael Sutter won an election uh, fairly overwhelmingly, um, and President Banda handed over power without any difficulties. Mr. Sutter's PF had a very, very strong piercing message of better jobs, more money in the pocket, lower taxes. I'm sure you recall that. And then, yeah. unfortunately, the, his maker called him, you know, in 2014, and uh, the people were still in the frenzy of PF. Please understand that. They were in the frenzy of PF. In 2015, they gave them the vote, principally because of that frenzy and also the sympathy that came alongside losing a leader. You follow what I'm saying? Mm. Yes. And they were hoping for things to change. That is the reality. They were hoping that things would change. So President Edgar Lungu came in on the scene in 2015, 
And uh, in 2016, we had a general election. Now, it's not an assumption. It's a fact that uh, there's no way anybody can show their work to govern a country within a period of one year. Correct or not? Correct. Correct. Thank you. So he was given another mandate in 2015, which was contested by ourselves because we think there were a lot of shenanigans that happened. We also think that there was a lot of manipulation. There was stealing. We went to court. The door was shut in front of us at the court because we were going to adduce the evidence of how we thought that there was malpractice. Do you remember that um, President Lungu, for those who may not know, I want to say this now and very clearly so, is in State House based on um, 13,000 votes that he went past the 50% plus one threshold. 13,000 votes. He's in State House on account of just 13,000 votes. That made him cross the Rubicon to qualify for the 50% plus one vote. And then in absolute terms, he got 100,000 votes above HH after manipulating the votes. If you do recall Judge Chulu announcing figures in Undazi, which could not add up, uh, which was also forming part of our our petition. If you do recall, we think that the election was lost here in Lusaka because they decided to conceal the primary source documents. The documents from the polling station were not brought to Molungushi Conference Center. So the ECZ, we believe, connived with the PF, and they declared themselves winner. That is a story for another day. You are asking me a question. Is there anything that we are doing? Do that one is that we think that we have amassed enough ground swell in terms of support. Mm. Don't forget, Kenneth Kaunda was a very strong man, but when his time came to pack the bag, the Zambian people rose and went to vote. What we are now doing as part of the strategy is that we don't want to just win, but we want to win big, so that the difference is showing even by 10 o'clock in the morning that people are saying no to a system that does not care about them. That's one one part. The next part is that before we get into these elections, we will have to tighten certain legislative uh, processes that will make sure that no one plays foolish games in the polling station. The last time, if you do recall, they overran the, the polling stations. They went ahead and started declaring themselves Winners beating people out of their lives, beating the, 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 them out of you know, uh, the, their breaths. They beat up a lot of innocent people, and people fled. There will be no fleeing this time. And it should be known that we are equal to the task. There will be no running away from the polling station. We will have a fair game. There will be no rigging this time around. I hope mm-hmm. I've addressed that to you very, very clearly. So if you about the uh, commendation, I can only thank you, my brother. And that, uh, no, if you think that um, I am, uh, or, or some of my kind are the only ones that are in harm's way, you are wrong. Even you there where you are seated, even if you were to be mute, the fact of the matter, if you have wrong people in government, your life is in harm's way. It okay. may be different how you are taken out, but the fact of the matter is that your life is in harm's way. Your dear ones who live here, 
have been denied medicines in the hospitals, they've been denied social amenities, they're also in harm's way. And harm's way does not just mean being killed, uh, because in any case, in Tonga we have a saying that we are what that means is that it is the mourners who will be suffering. You who may be a, a, a casualty and, and ready for the grave will not even see this. And uh, the fact of the matter, every, everybody meets their Waterloo in terms of death, and uh, there are so many ways of to, uh, many ways to die. Yeah. But then, um, if that is the way the destiny was couched, so be it. All right, Bongombo. Let me ask this question before I allow Mr. Piri here. Uh, we have a very few few minutes remaining here. Uh, one of the issues that people have said uh, concerning new PND is this thing about the national convention. Are you going to a national convention this year before the elections next year? We will be going to the national convention before 15th of July this year. Before 15th of July, okay. And all positions will be open to be contested. And every position is open for contestation. We will be having our convention before the 15th of July this year. And uh, all the intra-party elections, and I'm speaking to you affirmatively as the chairman responsible for the Department of Elections in our party. All the intra-party elections um, at at lower organ levels are beginning in the next 10 days. Excellent. All right. Okay, everybody, you got that important. Rapiri, please go ahead very quickly. We have about six minutes remaining. All right. Thank you, uh, Mr. Nathan. Um, I've just joined in... um, I overslept, you know, California. Um, good evening, <laughs> good evening, honorable, good evening, honorable Garin Combo. Hi, I was California. Nice talking. No, we are doing fine, thank you, sir. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a rare opportunity for me. At least, I'm glad that I'm able to communicate to you through this media. Uh, we've only been exchanging, um, uh, vid- I mean, video clips for the for your parliament debate and stuff on on WhatsApp. So I've got two questions. Okay. Yes, sir. Yeah. I've got two questions. The first one, just recently, um, I read on the, on social media and um, the newspaper that the Electoral Commission of Zambia is not sponsoring any political party uh, observers during the 2021 uh, ballot printing. What is the position of the UPND regarding um, uh, the uh, sponsoring uh, of um, of uh, political party uh, observers uh, in Dubai. The other question is um, currently I've just observed the um, massive penetration of UPND to the perceived PF strongholds like Wapula, um, Northern Province. Just recently, I think we had the um, we we did win. Um, uh, uh, a, a, a position in Ilambo Ward. What is the uh, party mm-hmm. doing in ensuring that the, by the time it's 2021, we penetrate and we get more numbers from uh, those areas? Because of late, um, let me say in the past, it has been uh, mostly southern province, uh, Mongu, I mean western province, northwestern, a bit uh, Lusaka, we shared, and also central province. What is the position of the party 
um, in ensuring that we penetrate in Wapula, Northern, and these other uh, Muchinga and these other uh, areas of PF. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, Mr. Pili, thank you very much for those questions. The first one is a matter that we addressed. If you were watching our streaming live during the joint press conference with our colleagues in the NDC, we addressed the issue of um, the ECZ announcing that there will be no more sponsoring of observers to go and witness the ballot printing in um, the United Arab Emirates. We take that um, with a lot of resistance. And the reasons that they gave just yesterday when they had the press conference, they said it's because there is first no money to sponsor an air ticket. How can a, a whole government, a whole government fail to, to buy an air ticket to, to buy here six hours flight uh, costing less than $1,000 to go and witness that important activity? Our response to them was that there was a reason why our forefathers, those who started this process, chose to take that route. And then in their response yesterday, the, the spokesperson, the director, the chief electoral officer said that as a matter of fact, Zambia is the only country that does this uh, sponsoring of observers to go and, and uh, witness the printing of ballot paper. Now, it should be understood clearly that Zambia has not ever printed electoral materials locally. Whereas in South Africa, they have got their own print press and many other countries in, in Africa. And so, you guys who live up there in the north, uh, and um, America have a saying that if it ain't broken, don't fix it. Why are they trying to fix something that is not broken, that brings settlement to people? In the midst of all this mistrust, we don't trust PF, we don't trust the ECZ, we don't trust the police. How can they now say that the last bit of hope must also be amputated from uh, providing that hope to us? We are not going to allow the ECZ to do that. And in our response yesterday, we even said, if it means that they must stop buying coffee and tea for their offices for the whole year because the tax that they operate from, it's a constitutional office that is paid by tax taxpayers, they must stop buying uh, groceries for their offices so that they can provide these air tickets for the people to go to Dubai. That is our position. Um, and we will make sure that we push them towards rescinding that decision because it's drunk. Yeah, we are running out of time yeah we are running out of time honorable is it possible for you to call back in for another five minutes well my phone is telling me that i have 90 seconds <laughs> no 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 it's here it's the system it's our system here oh. so if it cuts i call again yeah please call back in i'm sure uh, roger doesn't mind another five minutes let me try to answer this the issue of penetrating the the Okay, continue because it will cut here. It will fall. The system will cut us off. I'll phone just now. I'll call just back. go back in. All right, everybody, let's go back in. Mm. Well, like it, give me love, oh. 